this is Fred Goldstein, and I'm at the Jefferson Population Health Colloquium in Philadelphia. This is the 17th year of this conference, and I'm joined by a good friend and healthcare expert, Karen Handmaker, with IBM Watson. Welcome. Thanks, Fred. Good to be here. So obviously, Watson over the years has gotten a lot of publicity. People really like it or interested in it. And in population health, there's some neat stuff going on. How is it going for, for the company, and how is uh, Watson being used now? It's so exciting to be at Watson Health. The innovation, the talent, the opportunities are boundless. Everybody wants to come and do things with Watson. Uh, the power of Watson is, is so exciting because we can take sources of data that were previously locked up and turn them into something that we can use to better manage populations. Right, I know there's been a lot of talk here about integrating different data sets from, obviously you have the normal claims in EHR and biometrics and other things, but now we're talking about bringing social data in and I can imagine some of these newer analytic tools can create some really unique insights. Oh, absolutely. The claims and the EMR are almost like old news. That's right. yesterday. We're really talking about things like images, and we're talking about text that's locked up in EMRs. We're talking about digital information that comes from using apps and uh, using um, devices. We're talking about data like patient-reported data, things that an individual tells you, but also patient-generated stuff in a way that we don't even realize we're giving off. Uh, through devices or through our apps or uh, through um, other ways that um, we are uh, creating information about ourselves that could help us with our own health. So it's interesting when you think about the population health sort of framework like the Population Health Alliance had in which there's this whole assessment area. You're, you're in essence bringing in new and, and interesting data that can be used to better assess an individual, right? Absolutely. The real goal here is to do population health one person at a time, just like we said 30 years ago, Fred. <laughs> Things in a way haven't changed, but now we have the tools and the data and the value proposition and the incentives to do it right. And it's really about, I would call it, uh, precision health and wellness. We can get all the way down to the individual for every individual, and that will build population health from the ground up. Yeah, I find it really interesting. I think this is, you know, it's one thing to be able to better assess an individual and place them on that risk curve with all this new data and unique analytics, but then to be able to say, well, here's how you intervene with that individual because we now know so much about them. That's just fascinating. Can you talk about that a bit? Absolutely. That is the gold uh, here, to be able to uh, intervene but not just at the point of care when that person's in front right. of you. That's also yesterday's news. We are talking about doing continuous monitoring and intervention, but not in an obnoxious way, in a way that becomes part of a new lifestyle for an individual to really help them and their caregivers to be able to support multiple chronic conditions, polypharmacy, uh, different social challenges, connecting people to the right resources at the right time, helping people help themselves, lots of different ways, whether you are healthy and want to stay that way or whether you are quite ill and want to get better. And, you know, at the conference, a big focus has been on social determinants. I assume all of that data is also beginning to be fed into Watson and then you use that as well? Yes. Um, the, there are many, many types and sources of social determinants. Many are publicly available or they are 
uh, sources of information, like we have a relationship with the Weather Channel, so we use weather data to support um, analytics around good days and bad days for people with asthma. Lots of interventions you can uh, use that for. You can also look for uh, map grocery stores, and you can map providers, and you can map social service agencies. All of these types of things um, are useful to help individuals and map uh, where they can go uh, for care and helping them to get the social care that they need. It's interesting because I see it on my weather app, I, you know, says powered by Watson. IBM Watson, I it believe, does. on the bottom of that. It so says. that's interesting. Yeah. And obviously for people with asthma or other conditions where the air quality or the temperature or something might be problematic, that's important to know. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. So also this conference is pretty much focused on in the United States. Um, what is, what's the interest around the world or in other countries? It is incredible, and I have had some unique opportunities in the past year going to places like the UK and Singapore, and this year I'm sure I'll be going to additional countries and back to those. We have a lot to learn, Fred, from other systems and other countries that have um, ways of delivering health care that uh, we could learn from. Uh, for example, uh, in the UK, they integrate social care and and healthcare in the same geography. So everybody knows where to go for their healthcare and where to go for their social care. It's not like it is here trying to map that out as, as much for every single individual. Uh, and in Singapore, they have uh, mandatory uh, uh, health savings accounts, if you will. They call it something different. Um, so every individual contributes through their employer to an account for their um, uh, for their medical care, uh, and the employer kicks in too. So mm -hmm. no, and they also have a value where everybody has to pay something. So it's always a sliding scale what you pay for your health care, but nobody goes without because there's a fund there already that you know you've started building up through your whole career. Mm -hmm. So those kinds of things are something we might think about. We're having a debate in this country about HSAs. Well, we're a little late to the party in some ways, but we need to make it um, uh, something that is really available and accessible and helps consumers mm -hmm. uh, be smarter about how they purchase care. Well, that's fantastic because I know when you think about it, the, obviously a global company like you ha you work for can take see these different things and then p bring them back because so often we forget. You know, we can we certainly can get ideas from other places and bring them into this country that'll help us be better. Um, data and analytics is obviously a hot area. You know, whether it's at Hims or here at, at the colloquium, a lot of people talking about it. Um, a lot of potential. I think we're just starting to see the early fruition of what we can really do with this. What excites you? About the analytics? Yeah. Again, I think it's being able to start to pick, build a picture of an entire community, not just the individuals who are part of a specific health plan or product um, within a given ACO, that's part of it, and the, and the ACOs need it, but I think that the analytics are really going to help uh, organizations, um, healthcare organizations, social service organizations, government entities, all work together for the betterment of their entire community, and everybody wins. It's really important. I think some of the DISRIP uh, models in New York State and other states, for example, are good examples of how we're doing community-based care. Even CPC Plus is a model that is about building care um, and um, service around uh, a geographic area focused on people and, and delivery models that will help uh, change how you get it and 
the outcomes associated with it. So it really is population health at a community level making interventions at an N of one. So. It is. That's a really great way to put it. Next time I will interview <laughs> you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Karen. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks and, a lot. Uh, and appreciate the work IBM Watson's doing as well. Thanks. All right. Till next year.